Good morning and welcome to Hochma in Coffee. Man, oh man, oh man, we have hit a good passage today. You're not going to want to miss out. We are in Hebrews and we're in chapter 2. And the book of Hebrews is a beautiful book, but there's a lot of passages in the book of Hebrews that cause people concern and even fear. And it's it's for good reason. Uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, we get our very first warning passage. I believe there are five warning passages. I could be wrong about that. I don't have the stats right in front of me. This is just from memory. In the book of Hebrews, and this is the very first of the warning passages. You'll see why they're called warning passages as we get into it. But these warning passages, you can almost remove them and the flow of the book would continue just beautifully. But these warning passages are placed strategically after key arguments to really tell these Hebrews hold tight to Jesus, trust Jesus, Jesus is better. And I want us to read verses 1 through 4, and then we'll explain this. It says, therefore, now remember, whenever we see the word therefore, you've probably heard your own pastor say this, we need to check and see what it's there for. Therefore is a connection of the argument before to what he's about to say now. And so he has just spent an entire chapter proving Jesus is better than the angels. He's not just better than the angels. He is equal with God. God calls him God. And so over and over again, Jesus is better than the angels. Jesus is better than the angels. Jesus is God. Jesus is God. And because of this, therefore, if Jesus is better than the angels and he is God in the flesh, he is the express image of God according to the first few verses. Therefore, because of that, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. That word for slip means to sail carelessly by, to drift by. And we're going to keep going. I, I, I want to jump in and explain it now, but just keep that in your mind. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward... How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will." What a passage! And a lot of people, they look at this and they say, man, if I at any time doubt my salvation, I have let it slip and I'm going to hell. And that's This is even like the nicest passage. But a lot of people, even right here, they'll think, oh no, I can lose my salvation. But that is not at all what this is saying. Let's jump into this and see exactly what he's talking about in this warning passage. He says, because of what we've just explained, Jesus is better than the angels. He's God himself. He's the express image. We need to give heed, but not just heed, earnest heed. We need to listen and obey what we have heard, lest at any time we should drift carelessly by them. Okay, so imagine the things that God has revealed in Christ. That is the salvation that he has provided in Christ, the teachings of Christ. Imagine them as an island that we need to be on if we're going to be saved. But imagine you're on a boat and you see that island. And if you want to be saved, you know you have to be on that island. But you don't even care. And you just drift 
carelessly by it. He's saying, don't do that. Give earnest heed. Make sure, right, that you're on the island. Hold on to that island. Get on to the island. Don't just sail carelessly by it. The things that Jesus said and did for us are vitally important. You cannot just sail by them. And it says, for if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and he's referring to the old covenant, he says, man, if that was good, and everything that, you know, every transgression of those laws, and all the disobedience, you received a just recompense of reward, meaning you were punished equally to your crime for for transgressing that old covenant, how shall we escape if we neglect, if we neglect so great salvation man so do you see what he's saying here he is showing us that we can neglect the salvation the word for neglect literally means to be careless about to to not even care not to show any concern and so he's saying if the salvation is there and you don't even care about it you you just neglect it it just sits there and you never appropriate it you are going to be in big trouble. You can't escape. If you didn't listen to the old covenant, you got punished. Imagine, now we have the full light from the sun right here, and you neglect the remedy. How can you escape? How can you escape? Jesus is better than the angels, and the salvation he provided is a better salvation. How can you escape if you neglect it? If you were sick, and the remedy was sitting right in front of you, and you neglected it, you were careless about it, you never took it, you just drifted past it, you would die, and that death would be on you because the salvation was there, but you neglected it. And that's what he's saying here. How shall we escape if we neglect it? If, if it's sitting in front of us and we don't even take it, how shall we escape? And so he's encouraging them, make sure you listen to Jesus, you're on the island, you've accepted him by faith, don't neglect so great a salvation. And he goes on, he says, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. God also bearing them witness with both signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost. What he's saying here is the things that Jesus did and said, I mean, the salvation was first spoken by him who is the express image of God himself. It was spoken by him, and it was confirmed to the, the writer here by those who had heard Jesus himself. And it says, God also bearing them witness, God stamped his sign of approval on their witness by signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost. And so he's saying, Jesus said it. Those who heard Jesus have said it. And God has set his seal of approval on it with the Holy Spirit and different signs and wonders. This salvation is for real. Don't neglect it. Don't walk uh, past it. Make sure you accept by faith what Jesus has said. And I want to I want to give you an encouragement if you're listening to this. And, and maybe you have... Just slipped by. You've just walked past the salvation and maybe you're in church, maybe you're not, but you haven't accepted by faith what Jesus has said. You have neglected so great a salvation and maybe you've heard someone talk about sin and it hurt and you said, I don't want 
the remedy. I'm just going to continue my way. I just want to give you the same warning that the writer of Hebrews is giving. How shall you escape if you neglect so great salvation that Jesus died to take away all your sins? How can you escape if you neglect it? Friend, there is one mediator between God and man. There is only one salvation. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by Jesus. Don't neglect the way of salvation, because how can you escape if you neglect it? I hope this makes sense, and this is the first warning passage. If Jesus is the express image of God, and he is, if he's better than the angels, if he's God in the flesh, God himself, we need to listen to what he has said and how he revealed the way of salvation. Because if you were punished for not listening to the old covenant, how can you think that you're going to escape judgment if you neglect such a great salvation in Jesus Christ? Well, friends, I hope this made sense. If not, feel free to email me and I'll do my best to clarify. But I hope you have a wonderful day. Stay encouraged in the Lord. We have a great salvation. And Lord willing, I'll talk to you tomorrow.